Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center, no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Welcome to the Welcome show. Welcome to the show. This is Paradox. This is Paradox. You say that super annoying every time. I know. <laughs> you also have a radio voice. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. My voice is kind of annoying. Music now from Twyla Paris to take us to the top of the hour on KPSM New Song Radio, Brownwood. Uh, sports with Jim Shorts. Can you tell with them that stinky story? Stinky Jim Shorts. Yes, I was the sports director at KPSM New Song Radio in Brownwood, Texas. So and he has done radio now for many, many years. Well, of course I have. <laughs> and that was, that was, I was Stinky Jim Shorts, and that was the promo. you were. It's time for sports with Stinky Jim Shorts. Jim? <laughs> Thanks, Brian. I have heard that story for decades, and it still makes me laugh. Stinky Jim Shorts. Stinky Jim Shorts. This is Paradox. Yes, it is. Stinky uh, Paradox. And today, we're actually going to be talking about hugging a cactus. Hugging a cactus. We all have cactuses in our lives, or we are the cactus in other people's lives. Those people that handle conflict or negative emotions by shutting down, slamming shut, and erecting barriers. And we're called, for those of us who are believers, you know, we're told in scripture, you know, man, if we just love people who love us back, big deal. What's a big deal about that? Pagans do that. That doesn't separate us apart. We're separated by that we love those people who don't love us back, which is virtually the definition of agape, that I'm going to love whether I get anything back or not. And so today we're going to be talking about that's a tall order. I know we're commanded in Scripture to do it, but how do, if it's our child who doesn't want us to love them, or if it's our spouse who doesn't want us uh, to reach out and to, and to connect emotionally, uh, if it's another family, what do we do? We're called to do it. So how do you hug a cactus? The other week I, uh, I had a 16-year-old. I'd seen him several sessions, and I was working with the parents on a, a contract, just a consistent list of expectations and consequences. And the funny thing is, is the kids are like aghast every time a contract's put in place, but it's like, your parents have had these expectations. Yeah. Why is this, just a, why, them on paper. Why is this a big deal? Anyway, uh, the kid found out I was working with the parents and I mean, he could have spit fire at me mm -hmm. if he was able to, when he came into the next session. I mean, no eye contact. He wasn't speaking to me. Nothing. I was trying to provide rationale, and he would not have it. I was now the enemy. And so, I mean, he was just as prickly as the day is long. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, I'm I, the whole time I was like, good Lord, I'm glad he leaves in 45 minutes. <laughs> but he went home with those parents. You know, and it was correct. It's in terribly because it's that type of atmosphere all the time parents if your spouse is whoever spouse, the relationship yeah. is and it's just terribly difficult and here's the here's the problem i think both 
both for the, the person that's trying to hug the cactus, the prickly person, and as well as the cactus himself. The cactus is pushing you away from the very thing that they need. They need relational connection. Ultimately, we heal in relationship, first of all, in our relationship with our Heavenly Father and secondarily with healthy relationships here on earth. And so ultimately, I think that the Lord blesses us with relationships here on earth and there's a curative healing factor within it. And so the the thing that's actually going to soften the person is the relationship with us. And yet they purposely are being prickly to push us away. And it really becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The person is already determined that he or she, I am unlovable. I'm not a worthwhile person. Therefore, I really act unlovable so that I can get you to reject me and therefore fulfill the prophecy that I already had for myself. It really is like this judge and jury thing inside their heart and in their mind. They've already convicted themselves as as a not worthwhile person, an unlovable person. And so they are just setting fires everywhere they go in relationships so that people can reject them so they can collect evidence for that already verdict that they have for themselves. And we can't give them evidence. Yeah. Today's show is all really about that, uh, us attempting to not give them evidence, and so it becomes, it, so it, that it does not become this self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, which is what, and you actually really put that well. It just, I don't know about other people, but it was really surprising. Um, and by the way, Jimbo actually did not listen to me. He walked out of the room while I was saying that whole thing. I'm going to tell on you. But it was, it was, it was important. So it was how do you know it was mercy. good? It was a mission of mercy. <laughs> um, because I'm now going to start talking about um, how to solve this problem. And um, I'm trying to think of a way that I could... Uh, Come on, cat. There's a way that I could try to find out... What is it, cat? Cat Stevens, everybody. Cat Stevens. 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 Some of you know what this song is, and if you don't, uh, I am internally condemning you. Here it comes. Here's the chorus. So I'm on the edge of darkness. There rides a peace train. This country home again. You sound just like him. You know, I really do. It's, it's really odd. The Peace Train. <laughs> that was a long time. And no, I'm so sorry. I didn't know the intro was that long. <laughs> or I would have cut to the chase. So I have an acrostic that it spells out train. And since it's about bringing peace, hence Cat Stevens. The first thing is time. You're going to have to spend time with this person. And I know that that can be difficult to do. If they don't want to spend time with you, if it's uncomfortable to spend time with them, but it doesn't matter. Uh, We've got to spend the time, especially if we try to do the next thing, which is reduce negativity, because we can become in someone's life, uh, especially a child, our only, especially, you know, especially when they get older. Anytime they come in the room, we're just a no-stop-it-shut-up machine. The only interactions we have with them 
are negative. And sometimes that can happen within a marriage. So you've got to create time to be in with them when it's purposefully not negative, even if it's just neutral. Correct. Uh, Gottman, a marriage researcher in Washington State, I think. Yes, Seattle. He gives for marriages, and it absolutely applies really to any relationship, a ratio. uh, For relationships to head in a good, positive direction, you need five positive interactions for every one negative. The crazy thing about this cactus, though, is he's just creating negative interactions anywhere over and over again. He or she goes. Um, And so we have to really really put a lot of effort into creating positive relationships or positive experiences. And so that speaks to your time. It's really, really important that we attempt to get that ratio right. Yeah. So, yes, it's it's T for time. It's R for reducing negativity. Uh, and it has to be intentional. When it's with a child, it's it's sort of easy. It's, it's like that. It is easier not to take it personally. You know, they're a kid, they're a teenager, they're having hormones. It's a little more difficult if it's your father or if it's your spouse or if it's, uh, you know, your brother, you know, an adult brother. It's hard not to take it personally. And it's like, well, if they don't want to be with me, screw them. I'm not going to be with them either. But we're different. We're called to be different than that. So we got to spend time with them intentionally when it's not negative. We've got, and I mean, do, do, especially if like it's your spouse, well, if it's your kid either, go do something together where you say to yourself, I don't care what happens, this is going to be positive because you just want to create positive memories. When you talk about people who are having marriage difficulties and you tell them to go have a date night, it's like, I don't care if you have to write out a list of, of either positive or neutral things to talk about. It's anathema to be negative. You cannot bring up anything negative. So at the end of the night, you can no longer in your brain say, we can't even be in the same room together. I mean, we just don't, we don't like it anytime we're together. No, because we went and we had a really adequate time, but we didn't hate it. It wasn't horrible. And then pretty soon you can have those times and it's kind of positive and you kind of laughed. And so because now we, we have this negative opinion because all of our memories reinforce this negative opinion about this other person. But if we can begin having some start neutral, but then a little more positive, a little more positive until they're pleasant memories with these people. So it, but that requires time and consciously reducing the negativity. Now then. Act against type is the A. And that means, because we've all done that. We've all, we do that. I mean, all just human beings do that. It's, a, it's called a schema uh, so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel every day. If I'm walking down the street and I see a group of gangbangers walking toward me. And I look over on the other side of the street and there's a group of nuns walking. I don't know these people from Adam. I don't know, but I have a schema developed in my head. I know we, oh, stereotyping is wrong. Shut up. We do it every day, all day long. Good, bad, indifferent. We profile and we stereotype. Every human being does and stop it. To include the gangbangers. Well, of course. It's a very 90s term. They are. That's all I'm saying. They have stereotyped me as an easy mark. (laughs) A bunch of hood rats. Yes. See, I'm going to call the coppers. The club car. <laughs> so 
We've got, what are they called now if they're not gangbangers? What are they? Uh, respectable young men that might have problems. That's the very PC With way of saying bandanas. So anyway, I see them in my head. It automatically files them away as danger. And say, so I cross the street and I'm, I'm putting my money on the nuns as someone that they're not going to jump me. But I don't know. I don't know. Those guys coming toward me could have been coming from their Bibles. I don't know. But we stereotype, and we stereotype each other, especially when our relationship is strained. So there's a thing in counseling where I hear what I expect to hear, and I see what I expect to see. And so if I'm having trouble with my wife and she walks in the door, I go, oh, great. Here it comes. I'm expecting her to say something negative. If we're having trouble with a teenager, they walk in the room, oh, crap. Because uh, I'm expecting them to say something snarky. So we've got to act against type. If, if I know that, say, my wife thinks I'm controlling, I know that. She's told me that. Okay. Then I'm going to act against type. I'm going to act against, since I know what my stereotype is, I know that she's virtually expecting me to act in a controlling way. Then I'm going to intentionally not be that way. I'm going to go out of my way to intentionally not be that way. And that takes effort, and it takes uh, Christian community, prayer, scripture. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really hard to do that. Absolutely. I always, you know, what you're describing, I always say we put on glasses that are tinted a certain yeah. way with our previous experiences. But yeah, it's it's really hard to act against stereotype. But man, it's hard to get going, but the ball can roll in a really positive direction yes. quickly. Without question. Uh, so T is time, R is reduce negativity, A is act against type, the I is take interest in their world. Because if I take interest in your world, it shows what? I care. I care about you. I actually notice you're alive on the planet. So I'm going to ask my husband, you know, wow, how did that meeting go? Uh, or I'm going to, I'm going to know who... Ja Rule is. Some, I don't know who Ja Rule is, but. Again, you, you're you showing that you parented in the 90s. Is he a 90s person? Ja Rule? I don't know. Yeah. You might as well have said Tupac. Oh, I love him. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be at uh, South by? Oh, my gosh. Rest he's in peace. He's dead. Although I know he's he dead. he is not and dead. And Biggie killed him. No, he did. Good job. That's impressive. I keep up. I'm correct. He's not dead. Go ahead. Ja Rule. Who would be somebody? Some Lil, Lil, Lil John. Wayne. Wayne. That was Robin Hood. Robin Hood was Little John. What's that? Robin Hood was Little <laughs> John. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chance the Rapper. Chance. Chance the Rapper. I'm proving my point. When you were a teenager, I kept up and I haven't had the need for 20 years. But you need to take in, you need to know. Christian parents, I remember when I was a youth minister, they took great pride in not knowing anything. And every time a song comes on or every time they just bash their child's, the people that their child likes to listen to or whatever. And taking great pride in that. But when we bash, and I'm not saying, uh, yo, 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 rape your mama, yo. I'm not talking about, which is an actual, I think that's Ja Rule. That's terrible. No, no, no. But I'm not talking about, you know, if, if, if it's a rapper with horrible, disgusting lyrics or whatever. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm just, just overall. Um, 
I had a guy that actually I'm I'm enamored with Hamilton. We're going to do a whole show just on Hamilton, the musical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got a friend of mine who actually saw the musical when the original cast was in New York. And I went, you're kidding. You never told me. Because, I mean, I, list, I have it memorized. And going this year. And he said, yeah, I slept through it. I said, what? This is called one of the greatest pieces of art in the history of mankind. And you slept through it? He goes, yeah, you know, it's just a bunch of that rap music. <laughs> it was just, as soon as I heard... A rap, just turn it off. That kind of an attitude towards your child's music that they like, it's a rejection of them. Just like when my dad thought that John Denver was a long-haired hippie. So taking an interest in their world, knowing something about it. Ja Rule. Yes. Knowing something about your husband's world, your, your, your wife's world, your daughter's world, uh, shows you care. And then lastly... Uh, is not every moment, especially with you. Well, I say especially with your child. We 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 equate this phrase with our children. Not every moment is a teachable moment. I love that Dobson said, you know, take those, redeem those teachable moments. But not every moment is a freaking teachable moment. Did you just go against Dobson? But I'm quoting me. You have sinned. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. If I quote myself over it Dobson, count. Yeah. it works. So. And sometimes great, wonderful parents just go overboard. They don't let, you know, you didn't put the cap back on the toothpaste, but if you don't put the cap back on life, stop it. Stop with the teachable moments. And if it's a spouse, every time they do something you don't like, every time they do something that irritates you, does not require a comment. Just because something is in your, we tell children this all the time, just because you're thinking something doesn't mean it has to come out of your mouth. So not every moment is a moment that needs to be challenged or a teachable moment. So spend time, reduce negativity, act against type, take interest in their world, and you don't have to comment and teach every time. Where did you get that peace train, Jimbo? Why, from an outstanding book called Toe to Toe with Your Teen. Ah, by, where can they pick it up? It's voted one of the best looking authors on Amazon. I was awarded that recently. Toe to Toe by Dr. Jimmy Myers. On Amazon. It actually really is good information, not only that chapter, but the other stuff. So pick it up on Amazon. Especially for um, really oppositional kids. Yep. But it kind of just works with teenagers as a whole. Guys, if any of this, whether it's spouse or kid or best friend, coworker, if any of this rings true and you'd like further steps outside of the peace train, you can check those steps out at paradoxpodcast.com. You can go to the episode tab. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, the show, and or us individually, uh, then you can also find that on our website as well. Yes, and I really want you to go because I want you to follow me. <laughs> exactly. I, you will love my Twitter feed. Did you see my perfect bracket? No. <laughs> you need to look. Jimbo retweets I was so proud. There's a picture of my perfect bracket, and it has written on it, when does football start? That's the, that's the perfect bracket. <laughs> guys, thanks for joining us It's been uh, a blast. Today. Thank you, guys. Out. Bye. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. and researched by Dr. Jimmy and Dr. Josh Myers. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescarr.com. If you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.
Next time on Paradox. It's tempting to just get caught in, you know, the tyranny of the urgent. This is what's on my plate today, and somebody's waiting on this deadline, and I've got to get this done today. But in the long run, it's working against the goal that I really have for my life, which is to finish well, to love my husband well, to love my children well, to love my church well, to love my friends well.